What's up, everybody? We're a little bit late. Uh, had some technical difficulties. Had uh, somebody not want to show up. So everybody, I want everybody to sit here real quick. Everybody in the chat, make sure you take the time to boo Dustin. Boo that man. Boo him loud. Boo him. Go tag him on Twitter. Go tag him on his Instagram. Tell him how much he sucks. And then tell much you love his content. Go follow him. Uh, but much love. But we have my boy Joey come on here. And those of y'all that know, Joey be dropping some heat. So, Joe, what's up, man? How you doing? What's up? I'm doing good. Uh, how you doing? Hey, you know, I'm doing good. It's uh, it's Feel Good Friday. I feel kind of good. I uh, probably feel better than Jimmy Garoppolo's foot. But, you know, that's that's uh, <laughs> we're going to get into some things today. So today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the the offseason, what's been going on. We're going to talk about the quarterback situation for the Raiders right now um, and why Raider fans should not panic yet. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Raiders old quarterback and what he's got cooking down in New Orleans. Um, and then we're going to, you know, take some, some questions from the chat and see if the chat has stuff to talk about um, and see if they can get active. I know I see my boy Ivan out there. So shout out Ivan. What's good brother. But first let's get into it. So um you know, I did my draft re recap last week, and we were talking about, you know, how the Raiders fared in the draft. And one of the things I was looking at was that, you know, you you move on from Darren Wally, you trade him, um, you know, you get Trey Tucker with with that Hunter pick. Um, did the Raiders need another wide receiver? Not necessarily, but the Raiders did need speed. Um, so, Joey, I'm going to let you talk a little about what Trey Tucker brings to the offense. Uh, I think Trey Tucker is like um... – a very fast guy who could extend, like, uh, have the deep threat. So we have um, our guys that will run tinier routes, like Renfro and um, I don't know who, whoever else. They are going to have run smaller routes while Trey Tucker can take it deep and have the safeties go cover him instead of coming forward and guarding Hunter Renfro or any of the guys that are running small routes at, like, yeah. for, like, five, ten yards. Yeah, let's look. I mean, you know, you had – you had in 2019, you had Nelson Aguilar. In 2020, you had Henry Ruggs. In 2021, for half of the season until, you know, when what happened with Ruggs happened, you had Henry Ruggs. After that, the Raiders didn't have a speed guy. The Raiders have always prided themselves of having that, that speed wide receiver that can stretch the field. Um, they can take it down. They can, you know, kind of just open things up. You know, you, it started with Started with Cliff Branch, and it's not going to end anytime soon. As long as Mark Davis is is in the building, uh, as long as there is a Davis attached to the Raiders, the Raiders will always want speed. Um, and so, you know, I think that Trey Tucker was kind of a no-brainer for them to, to bring in. Um, you know, my, my biggest concern was obviously the defense. I want defense, 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 defense. Uh, but I think they did a good job on defense. You know, you bring in – um, you bring in a Tyree Wilson, you bring in a Byron Young, um, you bring in a Chris Smith. These are all guys that they can play and they they should be, you know, immediate impact players and they need to be immediate impact players. Uh, but looking at the team now going into OTAs, um, 
you know, the, the list comes out of, of guys who aren't there, right? Uh, Josh Jacobs was obviously that, that guy that nobody, everybody knows he's not going to be there. Uh, everybody's concerned about Josh. I've seen people talk about trading Josh. I think people need to get off the crack pipe and lay off the weed uh, because Raiders aren't trading Josh Jacobs. I can tell you that right now. The Raiders, I mean, and look, don't don't mark my words on this because I said the Raiders weren't going to trade Khalil Mack either. And, you know, but I don't think the Raiders are going to trade Josh Jacobs. It doesn't make sense to me, uh, especially after Josh forked out all that money to switch his number to his college number of eight. Um, but yeah, so the names that weren't there, Josh, Hunter, um, Jimmy, Tyree, uh, Trayvon Merrick, none of those, so those guys weren't there. Um, Tyree is obviously dealing with an injury, nothing serious that anybody needs to be worried about. We knew about it. Um, you know, people are going to be concerned about it because Raider fans like to be concerned about stuff. Jimmy, on the other hand, um, a lot of people weren't aware of his situation. So when Jimmy came in uh, to the Raiders, he they discovered that he actually needed surgery with the foot issue that he had that he sustained when he was with the Niners. And so he sustained this injury with the Niners. Niners basically were like, nah, you don't need surgery. So he's going around on it thinking he doesn't need surgery. Raiders discover that he does need surgery. So he has surgery. Nobody knew that he had surgery. So everybody's freaking out. This is why we don't freak out, Joey. Yeah. It's May. It's May. Preseason doesn't start till August. Yeah. And, And look, Jimmy... Jimmy's what, 215, 220 pounds. It's not like he's, you know, a six foot five, 330 pound lineman who is going to have a harder time coming back from, from an injury. Okay. Jimmy's a quarterback. He's going to be okay. We're going to be all right. I know everybody's concerned about the, the injury issues. Look, it's not, I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I don't think Joey, I don't think that, the injury issues are a Jimmy Garoppolo thing. I think the injury issues are a San Francisco 49ers thing. I, look, look, look. Jimmy, Trey, Brock, Josh. Come on. Mm-hmm. It, that, that, that's, that's like when the Raiders started having lower body issues. It's when the Raiders had lower body issues, right? And it was attributed to the practice field that they had in Alameda. So what did the Raiders do? They went in, they redid the practice field. Guess what? None of those injuries happen anymore. You get, you, you fire the training staff. You fire the training staff. None of those injuries happen anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they need to look inward. You know what I'm saying? What, what do you think about that though? I think, yeah, I think, uh, especially cause against the, in the playoff game against the Eagles, it was quarterback gone, quarterback gone, quarterback gone. And, it's just been a injuries after injury after injury, which you can't have, especially in the playoffs, let alone your quarterback. So, yeah, I think it, it's a Niners problem, and I, I think Jimmy can get over the hump. But because he had that surgery, I'm happy he had that because if he didn't have that, that could have turned into a bigger injury in the season when we, wouldn't, when we wouldn't want that. And it's good that he got that out of the way now. Talk that talk. Talk that talk, Joey. Uh, Anthony says Jimmy needs to build chemistry with the wide receivers. Absolutely. He's been kicking it with Devontae every day. You know, I, I get the on-field chemistry, but here's here's the good thing is these guys are veteran. These guys are veterans. These guys are pros. Um, 
these guys aren't, you know, new guys coming in. And, and this is Jimmy's not a, a guy coming in learning a new system. That That's what people need to realize. He's not learning a new system. He's just reinstalling an old system. So this isn't where he needs to sit down and say, you know, eh, well, we got to do this. Look, he knows the system. He's in communications with the guys. You know, they're, I, I'm, I'm not that concerned about it yet. Now, if it's August and, you know, Jimmy's still walking around in a, in a walking cast, th- then we can start to panic. And then we got Aiden O'Connell that we're looking at. And, man, hey, I, I watched some of his college tape. I was, I was a little perplexed at the pick in the beginning. I watched some of his college tape, and he can ball. He broke every record at Purdue. He broke all of uh, Drew Brees' numbers. Um, anybody that knows Drew Brees, Drew Brees is a pretty good quarterback. I mean, you know, uh, he played for this really terrible franchise down in San Diego for a long time. They screwed him over, and then he went and won a Super Bowl. Uh, what is it with Chargers winning – Charger players winning after – like after, like after they leave, they just don't. They have they're adverse to winning in San Diego or Los Angeles or whatever they want to call themselves now. Uh, they like to talk about us moving, but they also move three times. But uh, yeah, Aiden, Aiden can sling it. He can sling. It. He's a big dude. Um, he looks like Rod Farva from Super Troopers. Uh, I'm not real sure about that mustache. You know, it's, it, his mustache looks like he. Uh, uh, I'll save that for another podcast where they're they're on children on here. Hold on. Uh, uh, when- <laughs> One thing real quick, I have to let yeah. my sister in because she's outside and yeah. I locked the door and the door is Yeah, locked. you're good. Let's take a quick break. No, I'm just kidding. Um, while Joey's away, I'm going to talk a little bit and uh, talk a little bit about some things that we got going on. Make sure everybody is tapped into Blackout. Uh, blackout events are going to be going right. on. We're talking about the Black. I'm talking about some stuff right now. A little Blackout. Uh, blackout events are going to be going on all season long. So pregame party, we got the the night before party, we have the tailgate, we've got the party bus, uh, we've got the after party at the Wind Club every home game. Look, if you guys aren't tapped in with Blackout, then I, I don't know what to tell you because ain't nothing like a Blackout. I love Blackouts. We're, we're partnered up with Happy Dad. Uh, we're partnered up with Woods and Whiskey. Uh, we are partnered up with Pacifico. So uh, make sure everybody's tapped in with that. I'll be there for a lot of those games. Uh, you can come party with your boy um the tailgate event is going to be awesome um you know i'm, I'm really excited about this season um now get it into the season joey out i'm going into this season with a different approach so every year every year when the season starts or in the off season like right around the draft i start getting excited i'm like oh yeah Raiders got this and they did this and they brought this guy in in free agency and they they did. And I'm like, oh, Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl. And this year, Joey, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm going to do a little reverse psychology. I'm going to say the Raiders are, are going to win. I'm going to say the Raiders are going to win at least eight games. I, it's an I improvement think I over agree. last I year. It's a, yeah, it's an improvement over last year. Um, you know, I don't know what this defense is going to look like. I mean, let's be honest. I, the defense mm-hmm. was not impressive last year outside of Max Crosby. 
Yeah. You know, there's there's guys that need to pull it together. Um, there's 29 new players on defense. So Patrick Graham is going to have a lot of time to to install this system and get guys going. And these, they're going to re- rely on some of the, the veterans that are there, like Max Crosby, uh, like Chandler Jones, like like um, Nate Hobbs, like Trayvon Merrick, um, getting these guys ready and, and getting these guys ready to go. Uh, I'm concerned with the linebacker position. Um, you know, look, we lost Denzel Perryman, mm-hmm. uh, who's been the Raiders' best linebacker since another guy was wearing 52 in Kirk Morrison. I'm, I'm saying actual linebacker, not not Khalil Mack, but you know what I'm saying? Um, big worm. Oh, man. Five or six at best if I'm smoking. Look, I'm too fat to smoke meth. Come on, man. Like, come on, man. You can just say I'm, I'm off that good, good. Uh, but I'm saying I think eight wins is should be the, the floor. Eight wins should be the floor. I, I think that through this team, if everything is clicking, this can be a squad that should be a playoff squad. Offensively, there's no reason why this team should not put up points. And everybody can say, well, what about, you know, Jimmy or look, everybody was worried about last year. The team had no problem putting up points. It was just putting up points in the second half. I think this team can be good. Am I going to say they are going to be phenomenal right now? No, I'm not going to say they're going to be a Super Bowl team, but this is a team that can compete. Okay. Mm-hmm. You look at the schedule, you've got Denver. Oh, that's a sweep. <laughs> You've got the Chargers. That's probably a split. Um, The Chiefs should be able to split. Um, And then, you know, so on and so forth. There's some big games I'm excited about. Um, You got the Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams reunion. You've got the Devontae Adams and Packers reunion. Um, There's, you know, you've got the Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh coming to coming to Vegas for the home opener. That's going to be exciting. Um, so there's a lot of games that I'm fired up for, you know, five, t- five primetime games, one Christmas day game. Uh, there's a lot to get excited about there. What are some games that you're looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to the division games. Those are always good games. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of our primetime games, especially the Steeler one. Cause it's a Sunday night football game. So you got all eyes on you. It's a home opener. So Raiders are gonna, fans are going to be crazy. And I think it's a dub that I think we could definitely get a dub that game. Look, the the Steelers have not beaten the Raiders at home in over ten years. Yeah, they, in the whole in the whole Ben Roethlisberger era, going back to Bill Cower, the Steeler. I don't know Bill Cower, possibly. I, I got to fact check that, Joe. If you want to fact check that, you can. But um, <laughs> take my word for it. Dang it, um, they never beat the Raiders at home, so. Mm-hmm. Ipso facto, um, it's going to be an exciting game though because that is a, a longtime rival. Um, you know, the P- Raider fans always get up for those games. Steeler fans travel well. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a good time out there. Um, some Raider news. Obviously, there was uh, news of another quarterback in the Ra- of the, the Raiders brought in uh, one Thomas Brady. Um, he was not brought into play, uh, but he bought in a minority stake to to of ownership to purchase the Raiders. Um, so makes him, you know, another guy that goes from playing on the field to to owning a team. But um, 
I posed this question on Twitter and I got some great review, great, great reviews from it. With this new emergency quarterback situation that they have in in the mm. playoffs, you know, obviously he would have to get owners. He would have to basically sell his shares. But what are the odds of touchdown Tommy coming out of retirement and suiting up in the silver and black? Look, 12 is available. The number 12 is available. Nobody's got it. He knows the system probably better than Josh McDaniels knows the system. Um, <laughs> he's gone to a team and won a championship his first year. Um, you know, what, 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 what about Tommy? Could, could Tommy I, come out of the owner's booth? Oof, would be an interesting situation for sure. If, like, if it does happen, he would obviously have to sell his um, stakes in the team. But he would probably buy them back right after. That would be my guess. But uh, I think it would be a uh, cool thing but also not a cool thing to watch because everyone knows what happened. Uh, but if he can bring us to a ring, I like I I'm a younger fan, so I didn't get to experience the tuck rule. So I yeah. I'm not as um, like have a rivalry with Tom Brady as to my mom and my dad who obviously watched the game and do not like Tom Brady at all, but I, yeah. as a new, newer fan, I'm like, okay, maybe, but I still don't like him. And I think if he can bring me, bring us a chip, that would be awesome. Look, before you guys jump on Joey, Joey's a Raider through and through. I mean, this guy's got silver and black in his blood. His mom was a Raiderette. She was there for, for the Jamarcus Russell era. Um, and so this is, this is a Raider family. You know, this is, this is this is a Raider brethren right here. Um, Joey spits facts. It, 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 look, this is jokes. Tom ain't gonna come out of the owner's booth and do it, but if he did, it would be funny. I I mean that 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 right, and it would be the most Raider thing to do. Oh yeah. Like of all Raider things, you Tom Brady come. Oh, you know, let me come out. Like that's just a Raider ass thing to do. <laughs> like I mean, that's that's like Al Davis calling in plays from from the owner's box. And overriding, overriding Lane Kiffin, you know, and so um, it would be funny. I don't think it'll happen, but you know, if if it does, it would be a Raider thing to do. I uh, want to talk a little bit about uh, Saints, uh, what they've got going on, just because there's a lot of Raiders there, um, and they've got some Raidering going on down there. Um, it was just noted that John Gruden is back in the NFL. Uh, so ra former Raiders head coach, former ESPN announcer, uh, John Gruden is back in the NFL. He's helping the Saints install their offensive program, uh, their offensive system. Um, as everybody knows, Derek Carr is the quarterback down there. Dennis Allen's the head coach, the guy that drafted D.C. Uh, they've got Foster Moreau over there. They've got Jonathan Abram. So they're they're like the Raiders of the South, you know, like the Raiders of the Patriots of the West. They're the Raiders of the South. Um, you know, they're, they're black and gold. We're silver and black. Um, but it's interesting, you know, John Gruden's getting a second chance and I, I want to get people's opinions on this. Cause I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn. So what, what are you, what's your opinion? Have you talked to your mom or anybody about this yet? Um, so I saw the report came in today after school and I was like, Ooh, what, what is this? And I think he's just like helping with the offense and, 
I don't maybe he's coming in as like an offensive coach or a quarterback coach or something and uh into the season. But with that, the NFL is not gonna like that because they obviously try to kick him out and he, if he's trying to come back in, that no that's not a good look for the NFL. So like the Raiders, how we always get flags, the Saints might start getting some uh flags <laughs> their way. Now, mind you, John Gruden is suing the NFL right now. Yeah. You know, so I I mean like I said, this is a Raider move. Like, this is something Al Davis would have done. You know, sue the NFL and then be like, hey, you know what? I'm still going to do whatever I want to do. Um, I think that – I think this is great for the Saints. And Raider Room has a great point. It's a great move on the Saints' part if they're hoping to get the best out of Carr. John Gruden uh, – John Gruden and Bill Musgrave got the absolute best out of Carr. You know, when, when Carr was – the 2016 season – uh, cars, you know, MVP votes year. Um, that was the best that you saw out of car until John Gruden came. Uh, I think that Gruden helps car outside of the pocket. He helps him with scrambling, gives him a little bit more confidence on that. Um, he, the, the two have been communicating since John Gruden resigned, you know, the, the guy, they were neighbors. Um, you know, they, they talk a lot. Um, so I think that it's, it's good for them. I think that it's good for the saints. I think that, you know, the, the Saints are going to have good with that. But I, it's, you still have the question mark of, you know, what about the emails? Now, 10 years ago, um, Zebra doesn't really change his stripes. I don't, like I said, I don't think that he meant anything incredibly bad by it. But at the same time, not something you want to put in email. Uh, you know, I think that the thing that still, pisses a lot of people off is that out of 165,000 emails John Gruden's were the only one we know that it was a witch hunt um but you know that's why Snyder's forced to sell the team and that's why uh they're doing what they're doing over there um so that's all I wanted to get on with that it's just you know I thought it was kind of kind of interesting that they were bringing bringing him in uh to help out I think that like I said I think it's going to be really good for the Saints I'm worried about the Saints. Like honestly, I'm the Saints. Derek Carr's got a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Derek Derek's got a chip on his shoulder. He's pissed off, yeah. and you know he's he's gonna try to show some people what he's made of. So just keep an eye on them. Um, obviously, we don't have to play them this year. We play them next year. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Let's see. Yeah. Keep it, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So Joy, what you got going on, man? What uh, what 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 have you been doing? I've just been chilling. School's uh done next week, but we do have a three day weekend this weekend because of Memorial Day. Yeah. Um, after that, I think this summer is the summer that I'm actually going to start up my podcast. I've already come up with some ideas with names, um, topics, and um, other stuff as well. So uh, I would I'll shoot that out to you um once I get it started, and then. Uh, school, what else? Oh, sports, sports. I've been doing a lot of sports. Um, I think that's really it. There's nothing else really that I've been doing. Just, okay. um, and kind of watching the what draft about the TikToks? Too. You got the TikToks Oh, the TikToks, yeah. Those, I have been really inconsistent lately. Um, I've been, I posted a lot about the Warriors King series. So, uh, yeah. big Warriors dub. Yeah. Yeah, how, so how was that in your house? Because uh, you know your mom's a Kings fan, and so oh yeah, she she said that we weren't friends during the time <laughs> that during that series. Um, how how was it actually living there? Oh, it was awesome because like when they won Game One, 
she was like all up in my face. And then game two, <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah, look, look what's happening now. And then game three, I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then game four, it's tie game. She was like, okay, I see. You guys are coming back. And then game five happened, and then they were like, oh, no. And then game <laughs> six, I was like, okay. And then game seven, finished the deal. Pretty I had wrong. so much bragging rights for the house. I was like, Warriors won. No, I got the bragging rights now. But not then she was like, it was our first time making it into the playoffs for like 20 years. So I'm happy for the team that we made it. That's like me saying, well, at least we didn't get swept. Um, you know, <laughs> exactly. nah. Speaking of getting swept, uh, shout out my guy, the Raider Room. Uh, the Raider Room is a huge Lakers fan. And I just wanted to congratulation, congratulate him on getting swept by the Nuggets. Um, they, they didn't win a single game. Uh, they got swept. Uh, mm-hmm. LeBron then shortly after said that uh, he's been playing on a uh, torn tendon in his foot. Uh, we, I we've seen about that. Yeah, he's, he's apparently he's been playing on a torn tendon, uh, and that's why they that why they lost. But LeBron always creates this narrative uh, when he gets his ass handed to him. You know, when when they lost, uh, when they lost to the Warriors, uh, when they lost to the Warriors, it was his hand. His hand was broken. He comes to the press conference with a broken hand. Um, you know, everybody says, "Well, he needs help." How much help does he need? I mean, yeah. how how many I people think, does he need to carry him? Yeah, I think now he's obviously getting older, so he's losing a lot of his athleticism. But I think soon he also came out that he's considering retirement. I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to wait a year or two because he want, he's obviously stated he wants to play with his son multiple times in the past, and he has a player option next year. So um, maybe next year um, he might take – if uh, Bronny declares next year, then he's not taking the player option and going free agency and going to the team that gets Bronny. Or he Bronny doesn't declare. He accepts the player option with the Lakers, doesn't – and. I don't think he's even trying to ring chase anymore because he understands he's out of his prime. He doesn't, he's like, he understands he's probably not going to get a ring for the rest of his career. So now he's kind of just like waiting for his son to come into the NBA to play with him. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, I, I would like to see him and Bronny play together. I think that would be a really cool dynamic. Um, you don't generally see stuff like that. You saw it with Ken Griffey Jr. and his dad with the Mariners. Um when Ken Griffey stole the ball from his dad and he got grounded. <laughs> um, but, you know, you don't see that often. And to see that, it's pretty cool. And, and for a father-son moment, I think that that would be amazing. Um, I saw some reports that, um, you know, the, the Warriors are favored to land LeBron. I say le fuck no, uh, pardon my <laughs> French, but no. Um, and I don't want that. You know, I, I think the Warriors are, I'm not going to be like John Moran and say we're good in the West, but I think that they. I'd rather just continue to build on the core that they have with with Steph, Clay, and Dre. Um, that's the way that it goes. Now, <laughs> Ivan, what if the Raiders draft Bronny but don't sign LeBron? That would be hilarious. Interesting. Uh, but that would mean that Bron would be at every game in the Bay, and then we'd yeah. have to like start seeing his face and that hairline all over. And I don't. D- don't don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Um. All right. Well, I got a question for you, or like stuff. Um. What are your? Hey, opinions? hey, hey! This is my podcast. You can't ask me questions. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's up? All right. Uh. So, what are your opinions on the A's possibly moving to Vegas and um that? Because I know you're an A's fan. 
Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of an A's fan. Uh, they're they're like they're like the the child that I don't really like anymore. I'm, I'm both. I like both teams. I like the A's and the Giants. Just every beat LA. That's that's my only thing. Um, I told people when the Raiders moved to Las Vegas, don't be sad when the A's move. People said I was crazy. People said that I didn't know what I was talking about. Um, and people said, you know, Libby's trying to get things done. Libby's trying to get things done in, in Oakland. She's putting all her focus on, on the A's. I said, don't be surprised when this happens. Hold on one second. Kaden, come here. You got the food at the door. You got the food. Hey, give it to me. Okay. Um, but I said, you know, don't be surprised. I said, don't be surprised when the A's move to Vegas. I said, the city in the city of Oakland, the county of Alameda does not want sports. They let the Warriors walk. They let the Raiders walk. They they acted like like they were mad about it and they acted like they were trying to keep them. It was basically it was basically all a show just to try to get things to happen for them. Um, you know, they want to take that land. They want to develop it. It's waterfront property, right? Waterfront property. They want to develop that. They saw China Basin over in San Francisco, and they saw what what came out of that. All the businesses, all the all the housing, you know, all the shopping, all the the money that can be generated. And you look at sports, and the city of Oakland and the county of Alameda does not value sports, and so. That would be that's my thing is I saw it happening, I saw it coming. Um, I feel bad for like the diehard ace fans because there's like 12 diehard ace fans, they're like charger fans where they're they're few but they're mighty, you know. But they they you know they're losing they're losing everything, you know. They're Oakland lost the Raiders, you know. I'm I'm from I'm from Oakland, you know. Oakland lost the Raiders, Oakland lost the Warriors. Luckily, they're still across the bay, but it's not the same atmosphere, you know. Chase Center doesn't have the same vibe as Oracle Arena, you know, and for those people like me who were there during the the days of, you know, the Warriors basically selling packages to see, you know, guys like Kobe and Shaq and to see MJ and Pippen, um, you know, when when the when the Warriors weren't good, you know, tickets $14 to, to sit in the, the first deck. Right. If, if the Warriors, you know, score 100 points, you get you get a Chalupa, you know, all those things. Right. So it sucks for the fans. It sucks for the fans that, you know, that that grew up in Oakland that are that are losing everything. And, you know, I I know a lot of people aren't going to follow the A's to Las Vegas. Um, It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a new fan base. Um, You know, you're going to get fans there because it's Vegas. You're going to get fans there because they want sports, but it's not going to be a home field advantage. Um, yeah, it's the same thing with the Raiders. It's tourists. Yeah. So. Yeah, you know, you, you Raiders, you're always going to have tourists there. Um, and unless the Raiders put together a winning package on the field, you're going to have fans from other teams there, and the, that's never going to change unless they fix it. Um, so you got to exactly. win. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I feel, like I said, I feel bad for, for the city of Oakland. I feel bad for the, the fans, not the city of Oakland. I feel bad for the fans and the people of Oakland who have lost the Raiders, who have lost the Warriors, who have lost the A's and are losing a great history, a rich history of, of sports in the Bay Area because 
the Bay Area has one of the richest histories of sports in the Bay Area. We've got champions on both sides of the Bay. Um, we, you know, we we raise banners up in here, and so mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 sad to see a lot of that Bay here Bay Area history uh, washed away. You know, I saw something on ninety five seven the game. They were talking about, you know, who is the best Bay Area sports and. You know, you've got Joe Montana, you've got Jerry Rice, you've got Steph Curry, you've got Chris Mullen, you've got um, Barry Bonds, you've got all these names listed. But no, they're, they're already starting to forget about the Charles Woodsons and, and the Tim Browns and the Ken Stablers and, you know, and, and the Ricky Hendersons and the Mark McGuire's and the Jose Canseco's. And so it's up to us, you know, as fans to keep to keep that to keep that tradition going and to keep the, the memory alive. And for you guys, the, the younger generation you know, to, to educate, to educate your, your friends and stuff and be like, yo, mm-hmm. this is what's up. This is, this yeah. is, this is what Oakland was about. Um, what did I even say? What do I think about the A's and their colors, new colors to keep the same? I like the A's colors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, green and gold, like you can't wear it everywhere, but green is my favorite color. Um, and I, I like the, I, you keep the colors. Um, yeah, I think so too. A's are going to start spending a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to start spending a lot of money on players. Uh, they're going to start, you know, keeping guys, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. And that's always been my knock on the A's. Like, dude, why? Why are we, you know, why do you develop these great players and then ship them off for peanuts? It's like the ownership doesn't care about the fan base. At least when, at least when the Raiders moved, you know, you bring in John Gruden, you bring in Marshawn Lynch, you bring in things to, to make people happy. Um, mm-hmm. And to not forget about Vegas, or not to forget about the Raiders. Raider room says, "I'm glad the Raiders end up in Vegas, not San Antonio." Me too, me too. Um, San Antonio would have sucked. Wish the Raiders went to LA, but you know that. I, well, I mean, but you already have two teams in LA. It would have been hard because you're going to have a three team, which would have been almost impossible. Or you're going to make an entire new stadium. Both teams are visitors in their own home. Both teams are visitors in their own home. Oh, yeah. Both teams don't even – both look, the Rams won a Super Bowl, and I, I went to the Raiders-Rams game. There weren't even Rams fans there. There weren't it was Rams, Rams fans. It was Rams bandwagons, not Rams yeah. fans. Look, this, this, is, this, is, this is the popularity of sports in Los Angeles. I would say, number one, you've got the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Two, you've got the Dodgers. Oh, yeah. Three, you have the Raiders. Yep. Four, you have USC Trojans. Oh, yeah. Five, I would say you got the Kings. Okay. Six. Six, you have the Galaxy. (laughs) Seven, you have... Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go back a little bit. I'd say like five, you have the Niners. Six, you have the Galaxy. Seven, you have the Rams, and way down there at thirty-seven thousand nine hundred sixty-five, you've got the Chargers. They can't even freaking put together. Oh, the, come on, the Clippers are six. Oh, I forgot about the I Clippers. Mean, that's how yeah. that's how forgettable the Clippers are. The Clippers are the Chargers of the National Basketball Association. Yeah, no rings. Y'all got me on a good one right now. Y'all got me. Y'all got me talking. Talking. Um, 
trying to think what else what else is there that you think we should talk about anything i want to talk about about dustin i want to talk about dustin and why dustin doesn't want to come on my podcast (laughs) let's hear dustin Dustin doesn't like me anymore or something like that he's mad because the he's mad because the the warriors beat the kings in the playoffs uh (laughs) ivan says you got the snoop dogs peewee team over the chargers yes but yeah so screw dustin um everybody go follow dustin and throw it away and spam him um because he deserves to be spammed shout out to shout out to the guys in the room i'm actually i'm good today i'm good i i'm gonna i'm gonna take this time reflect on why i hate dustin so much (laughs) i want to thank you for coming on joey i appreciate you as always you always bring the fire you always bring the heat um, I can't wait yeah. till you get that podcast going. That's going to be exciting. Uh, if you ever okay. need any help on that, don't call me. No, I'm just kidding. Don't hesitate to call me for real. You know, uh-huh. you've got my number. You can call me anytime. Uh, I might take a couple of days to text back just because I have ADHD and I'd be forgetting things. But Joey, when you get that podcast, we'll bring you back on. We'll talk about that. We'll get your podcast going. We'll get everything popping. Um, shout out to everybody in the chat. You guys are awesome. As always, my boy, Ivan, a.k.a. Raider Cody. Um, Ivan looks almost like just like Raider Cody. He's like the Latino Raider Cody. The Raider Coday. Um, and then shout out Raider Room. No shout out to Dustin. No shout out to Dustin. Chat, you guys are awesome. I'm out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.